This is Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. We have another great episode today of Change for Your Dollar, where we have conversations and talk about the blessings and burdens around money and faith and life. I'm your host, John Putnam. Hey, everybody. It is great to be with you today. I hope this finds you well. And I've got a question for you. Are you a thermometer or a thermostat? (laughs) Now, I don't know if you have ever been posed that question before, but let me give you a little context around it using the story of Gideon. We are studying the book of Judges right now at our church, and recently we're going through the story of Gideon. And you're familiar with the story as I am. And Gideon was not the first choice to be the leader of this big army. And his army went from about 300,000 to about 30,000 down to 300 warriors. And throughout this, Gideon was asking for confirmation and affirmation from God. And he asked God to confirm it by putting out a fleece and making it dry one time and putting out a fleece and making it wet one time and finally got the answers and went to war, but never had to fight a battle. God went ahead of him caused this incredible army to spar with each other, to face off with each other, and they wound up defeating the enemy. In the big picture, it was a relatively easy victory from a battle standpoint, and they went back to their kingdom, and Gideon became king. But as Gideon became king, he began to... I guess, read his own press and feel pretty good about himself and began enjoying some of the trappings and the luxuries of being king. And even though this was a very peaceful time with Gideon as king, it was a time where he was greatly affected by the power, the wealth, the resources around him to the point that he ultimately created his own shrines that people worshiped rather than God. Now, there is much more to the story than what I shared with you today. And if you haven't ever read through that part of Judges, I'd highly recommend it. It's a fascinating story about Gideon and his journey and his impact on other kingdoms. But the point of my story that I wanted to share was, is that the environment over time affected Gideon from following and worshiping God to following and worshiping the resources and the wealth and the power that he had around them. He was affected by that. Now, I'm sure you are probably thinking, hey, John, Great story about Gideon, but back to the question you asked me at the beginning of the podcast, am I a thermometer or a thermostat? What does this have to do with that at all? First, a little history. About the thermometer, it was invented by an Italian, Santorio Santorio, at the end of the 16th century, and it would measure the temperature in a room. 
It then went on to other variations and was designed into more of what we know of it today as a mercury thermometer in year 1714 by, you guessed it, a scientist named Fahrenheit. And the thermostat was invented in the 1830s by a scientist named Yor, who was trying to regulate the temperature in a factory room. Okay, history lesson over, but here's the point. A thermometer measures the temperature in a room where a thermostat sets the temperature in a room. So back to my question. When it comes to your money and your finances, do you set the temperature? Do you set the plan, the focus, the choices of your finances? Or, like the thermometer, do you measure the temperature of the room? Are you affected by the financial environment that you are in and the environment around you determines the choices, the focus, and the plans that you have with your money? I believe this side of heaven, we've all been both of these. At one time or another, we have been the thermometer who have been affected by the environment around us, influenced by advertising, influenced by the opinions of others, and many other hidden and obvious influencers. And I believe other times we have been a thermostat. We have been very clear with our thinking, with our goals, with our objectives, and we have stuck to our financial plans. I believe the opening of Romans 12 sets this up so nicely as it reads, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. That phrase about not to conform to the pattern of the world, that's that picture of the thermometer where you are affected by the environment around you. You are conforming to the patterns and the environment around you. And the answer to that, to combat that, is the renewing of your mind. And when I think specifically about money and the renewing of our mind, I would like to share five thoughts and actions that are not only financially practical, but they're spiritually grounded and they're personally affected. Number one is to give generously. You know, when we think about being generous, living generously, being open-handed with the finances and the money that God has placed in our hands, it puts us in a very special spiritual posture that allows us to be more focused on others than we may be on ourselves. The second is to spend less than you earn. Whenever you are living within your income. Again, you are in a spiritual and a financial posture that pays off incredible dividends when you can live on less than you earn. And when you can do that well, again, and you think about the opportunity there, you're always leaving some financial margin. 
which leads to number three, which is to save some dollars for a rainy day. Some people may call it an emergency fund or a backup fund. Whatever you refer to it, Scripture speaks about there's always oil and flour in a wise person's home. So to have a little money set aside that in the event something unexpected should happen, that you have the dollars available, that you're thinking in advance of this and controlling that situation. Number four is to avoid the use of debt. This comes back a little bit to spending less than you earn, but when you can delay gratification, when you can only use your own money, I call it living at the speed of cash. When you can do that well, again, your mindset, your heart set, and the actions that follow are reflective of control and wisdom. And then number five is to set long-term goals. I'm sure you've seen those financial charts that have the diagrams and the graphs where the line sort of goes up and to the right, and it looks relatively straight until you zoom in on it and you realize it was quite a bumpy ride. But when you set the long-term goal and then you manage the short-term choices based on numbers one through four that I just shared, it puts you in an incredible posture, again, both financially, spiritually, and personally, to be a wise and faithful steward. I truly believe that when you can stay focused on those five principles, it puts you in a very special posture to be in control of your financial choices and combat the environment that you are in. Therefore, being a thermostat rather than being a thermometer. And as I close today, I would love to leave you with a quote from Aristotle who said, I count him braver who overcomes his desires than him who conquers his enemies. The hardest victory is the victory over self. Thank you all so much for joining me today. I count it such a privilege to be able to share with you, to help you think about not only the obvious influencers around our money, but those that might be a little more hidden in keeping us aligned with God's plans for you and the financial resources he has put in your hands. And as always, if this was a blessing to you, would you share this with someone? And always, I'm looking to get really good ratings for the podcast. So if you would consider a five-star rating for my podcast as you listen, it would be greatly appreciated and would go a long way to expand the ministry of this podcast to many more. Thanks so much, and I look forward to being with you next time. You've been listening to Change for Your Dollar podcast with John Putnam. Thank you for joining me for Change for Your Dollar where we have real conversations exploring the burdens and blessings around money, faith, and life. For more tools and resources, please visit changeforyourdollar.com. I'm John Putnam. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to being with you again next time.